human. More human. More human. Live from the University of San Diego. Last holiday season, my big Cyber Monday score was a seriously good deal on the 23andMe DNA test kit. I purchased one for my partner and one for myself, mostly for the health insights, but also out of intrigue for what the test might reveal about my ancestry. After gifting the kit at Christmas and then letting the boxes collect dust on our counter for a few weeks, my partner and I finally spit into the tiny cylinders and received our results via email in February. I was excited to see what I might learn about myself and my family. In the quiet calm of a late Tuesday evening, I scrolled to the email I had received earlier in the day and opened my results. I looked through the health section with no surprises or noteworthy findings. I didn't even have the gene that made cilantro taste like soap. So I tabbed over to the DNA relatives section to see if I was, you know, related to Kevin Bacon or someone. (laughs) All I remember in the moment that followed was the feeling of my heart stopping in a way I had never felt before. There, in no uncertain terms, were two words I had never seen in connection to myself. Half-brother. Below was the photo of a man who was so the spitting image of my dad at a younger age that I almost thought it was a joke and that my dad had maybe taken the test. I started shaking. My dad had definitely not taken the test, and this man matched the DNA criterion of a half-sibling to a T. A thousand questions instantly plagued me. How could it be that I, an only child from the most ordinary of ordinary families, or so I thought, have a brother? Knowing that my alleged half-brother would have received a notification of my existence that evening as well, and that my father was likely sleeping and not in a place to receive such a strange phone call from me at 10.30pm on a Tuesday, I did what any good millennial in need of instant information would do. I sent a message. Wow, we seem to share a lot of DNA. Hi? I know. Sheer brilliance for a first message to a sibling that I just learned existed. Luckily for this millennial, he responded just moments later. A little bit in shock right now. Hello. A frenzy of messages followed, and I learned that my half-brother had been adopted at birth well before my parents met, and that I was the first genetic relative he had been connected to. His existence was a true and honest surprise to my dad and brought quite a bit of happy shock to my entire family. In the days that followed, we did what any typical new genetic siblings would do. We asked each other very important and intelligent questions like, do you have the loudest sneeze ever? Cause I do. And what's your favorite donut? Because mine is glazed and that is very important information about me. And of course, is your second toe longer than your big toe? We became friends, and out of this entirely unexpected place, I found answers to one of the top questions I remember sitting with as an only child. If I had had a sibling, what would they have been like? I never really begrudged being an only child, but I do remember pondering this one question. In the months leading up to this discovery, my two daughters had been obsessed with the movie Frozen 2, and I had had to, by constant request, keep the movie playlist on repeat. In the movie's hit song, Into the Unknown, the lead character, Elsa, trying to determine what force or being is beckoning her out onto a grand journey, sings the line, are you someone out there who's a little bit like me? Every time I would hear that line after this discovery, it would resonate with me on such a deep level. Someone out there who's a little bit like me. My brother lives in Oregon, and I, of course, in San Diego. Not wanting to seem like an overly excited new little sister with nothing better to do, 
I gave it a full nine days before broaching the idea of trying to meet in person by tagging a leg on to an upcoming trip I had. He of course was very receptive and the extra flight was booked quickly. I had grand visions in my head of what that first meeting would be like and just how surreal it would be to meet my brother, a relative I had no clue existed just days prior. But COVID-19 had other plans. Just about two weeks after booking my flight, we watched the whole world close down. As we are all so intimately familiar now, schools, workplaces, restaurants, and businesses shuttered doors as we all teamed together to stop the virus from spreading. Big tears formed in my eyes when I canceled my April trip and later a postponed trip we had set for May. I grieved alongside so many facing big life moment postponements and disappointments. While the world stayed home and learned to cook and binge watched a documentary about an outspoken tiger keeper and zoomed into a life we knew before, my brother and I resolved ourselves to the reality that we weren't going to get to meet anytime too soon and that we would have to continue to get to know each other from 1,000 miles apart. We FaceTimed, competed to send the best quarantine memes, and continued a back and forth of a million questions about our childhoods, our likes and dislikes, our families, and so much more. We even played a few games of Battleship over Zoom after I figured out that I could mail him his own board game. Like everyone else in the year 2020, we adapted. When all I wanted to do was sit across from him at a restaurant table and observe his mannerisms to compare them to my own, we adapted. While I knew that video chats and virtual games paled in comparison to actually meeting, we adapted. Through the disappointment of a number of postponed and pushed trips, we adapted. Eventually, as counties began to reopen and our science and healthcare heroes began to slightly know the virus better, a road trip seemed within low calculated risk so long as we all limited our own potential exposure to the virus beforehand. So he made the drive and we finally did meet over the summer, my whole family and my new brother. I finally got to quietly observe mannerisms matching my own and my dad's and to be in the presence of someone who was indeed a little bit like me. While nothing did compare to meeting in real life, I have become exceedingly thankful for the joy of getting to know my brother while separated by the COVID-19 shutdown. In, the most, in this most challenging and peculiar of times, the timing of this discovery gave me something fun and new to look forward to each day that we got to know each other. It is not lost on me that I am somehow standing on what is hopefully the peak of a global pandemic, bonus a family member, and for that, I will forever be grateful.